0: I always like to address the context of uh, where I speak. So if I'm speaking at another location, I try to understand a bit more of their dynamics of community. And when I have a chance to speak for chapel, um, I try to address the the chapel and the people here. I knew that there was no uh, classes this week, so I figured there's not going to be too many students. Uh, Of course, the faculty are off doing their research or vacationing. And uh, the staff are mostly here, although a number of them are uh, away on vacation as well. So I thought I would um, address the staff specifically. And uh, uh, the topic is Why Tyndale Staff Are VIPs, a Prof's Perspective? Somebody said, Depends what VIP stands for. But uh, definitely, I'm going to use the idea of very important persons very important to God, and very important. To the body of Christ. When we think of the face of Tyndale, what do you think about? And we look at the uh, Tyndale magazine or other things. So we often think of faculty and all of their scholarship, the small classes that we see uh, that they have. And uh, maybe George involved with student life. So quite a bit of visibility here. Uh, we often think of our students and our graduates as the representatives of Tyndale. Of course, Gary Nelson, our president, is often the face of Tyndale, uh, involved in speaking, teaching, and fundraising. Of course, uh, there are other lighter times that we may see uh, Dr. Nelson and his office. But as we think about that, I want to think more about, um, uh, again, why Tyndale's staff, you know, are VIPs. And I'm using Romans 12 as a passage that moves us from, as we know, the first 11 chapters, doctrine, what our foundation is in Christ, the justification, sanctification, all of those important things that we learned in our theology classes. Of course, we see the hinge in Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it mentions as we have read about us being living sacrifices and because of what who we are in Christ and all that Christ has done for us then we can offer ourselves as living sacrifices and this is i was thinking about a term living sacrifice so i asked my wife you know i was going to look it up in thesaurus she goes dedication. I said, that's a great word. Living sacrifice or sacrifice sounds very negative. Dedication sounds a bit positive. Of course, she She is an English major, (laughs) and uh, she beat me to the thesaurus. Uh, But that was very helpful. She uh, thought of that one. And I thought that's good as well, that in this passage, it says that we are not the dead sacrifices, the stench that would smell from the altars, but we are those who offer ourselves to God as living sacrifices. It's often said the problem with living sacrifices, they keep on crawling off the altar. (laughs) And I'm sure that's true of us. We say, I give myself to you fully, and I take my back. And then we have that type of procedure where we give ourselves to God, but easily uh, draw back. However, in this passage, I do see that as believers, and I believe, we at Tyndale, staff, faculty, students, are dedicated to God. Um, Let's be honest. Many of us could work somewhere else and get better pay. We could be in a place with a lower cost of living. We could be in a place that we might feel more affirmed, or have a bigger office, or uh, a better compensation package but there is something about sacrifice. And I don't mean we're forced to sacrifice, but I think we've chosen to sacrifice. We've chosen to sacrifice, as we shall see, is because there's something greater that we're part of. And that's just not Tyndale, of course. That's God's enterprise. And I want to point out particularly about uh, staff, because staff are often not the forefront people. But I also want to point out that they are. That staff, as we think about dedicated people, are visible, driving, uh, uh, going places to both campuses. Uh, They are seen everywhere. (laughs) Delivering mail and packages and meeting different needs. And of course, serving different areas of responsibility. Helping students with financial needs, and uh, maybe with HR and other things. <laughs> of course, for some of us, you know, we need the extra boost in the morning. For that sacrifice, uh, for many of us, it's uh, a few cups of coffee in the morning. Uh, for the mellow people, or who need mellowing, a bit of decaf. And so, I would say that you know, we have chosen to serve because we serve God. We are living sacrifices. Based on God's mercy to us, we give ourselves daily to God. And if you're like me, coming into Tyndale may not always be the most pleasant experience. There are times that you fight the traffic, or most times, Uh, times that you may be leaving maybe a situation at home that you feel needs attention. But we have a commitment, we have a dedication to come and to serve. And again, it's not just to pay the bills, it's not just to uh, do something, but it is because we have a commitment, and we have a dedication to God. And I want to say that uh, this is so important, and, and I would say that, uh, as Matt was saying, we need to be thankful people, and i tell you, the times that I start getting critical are the times that... I start comparing myself with others. I start looking around and see what my peers are doing and what they're driving in the parking lot or where they're living at. And so I become judgmental of others, critical, complaining to family, to people, to anyone who's got a listening ear, instead of focusing on God. I don't know about you, but that's what I feel, is that once I start with more gratitude, uh, I feel like those are opportunities where I can pray and I can be free to focus on what God wants me to do more than myself. And I think that's probably very typical of all of us, right? I mean, there are days like that. Maybe uh, four out of five, you're okay. But the one day that you meet that complainer, the irate student. The demanding professor, yeah. And the reason, one of the reasons I'm bringing up this topic is, my wife works in administration. She's a administrative assistant in a insurance company. No, she doesn't sell insurance. <laughs> but every day is different. She comes and people have demands about. She assists with computer installation as well, software installation as well as administrative. And so every day is different. Every day's demand is different. You gotta be on the ball, because you know what? You are the public face of Tyndale. When people come, they often think of you. I sent out to my Facebook friends and I said, uh, you know, what type of word of appreciation you'd like to give to Tyndale staff? And this is one person who said, One word I use to describe the staff at Tyndale is grace. Time and time again, I've witnessed Tyndale staff going beyond the call of duty to help students, inquirers, and other staff members. I would say that if the Tyndale staff were just doing the basic requirements of their job, the place would run efficiently and well. However, through their friendliness, professionalism, and zeal to give more than they must, Tyndale Is the awesome place that it is i think that's a great affirmation from a current student who sees and witnesses uh, the grace of god through you so not only do we see that there is uh, dedication but there's ministry there is ministry to the community. Whether that ministry is in the forefront when you meet somebody as a new student who comes to registration and needs help with computer, pictures, registration, and we know what it's like to start something new and fresh. We know those fears. I started a fitness class recently. It's called Body Pump. (laughs) I've been a member at a a, uh, health club for at least 20 years, and I've seen these classes, and I've never stepped in the door because I'm uncoordinated. I, the, old, the first time I danced was at my, my daughter's wedding, and there was a <laughs> lot of practice that went into that. <laughs> so I don't dance. And so I thought that they were all aerobic types of exercise, and you saw them jumping around and, and Zumba and everything else. But my son uh, said, well, try the body pump class because it's more weights and it's not a lot of movement and so you know we we started this class together and it's great it's a and i'm going to write a little article about what a professor learned how to teach from a fitness instructor because it's so much about like how to monitor the students to make sure they don't get injured to be sure that any new people here and i believe that's what you do you see a a new person a new student an alumni a friend and you treat them as a guest as someone who needs to be introduced to Tyndale and so whether it's opportunity to serve and worship as we come to worship together that scripture talks about that we give to God as living sacrifices as a worship to God and I believe many of you focus on God and commit yourselves to God as you're worshiping God. And that is part of our life together. And I got this one from Scott's office. And I use this a bit of a metaphor that we know Tyndale is under construction. We know that there's something about a move in January. As I've talked to some of you, this is kind of a stressful time. You're accelerating toward the fall. There's a lot of big changes that are needed in January. Some of you are basically going to skip Christmas this year, holidays, because there's a lot to be done right in that transition period. And so I want to give this to you as a metaphor that Tyndale is under construction. We are under construction, personally. And we as a community are under construction, that we want to build into each other's lives and help them to fulfill all that God wants for them. And that's part of the building process. And then also we see that Tyndale used their gifts to serve. Not only do we minister, we have a calling. And that calling, again, is not based on dollar signs or benefits or even friends. But it's based on fulfilling what God wants for us to do. We know people who have come and worked here for three months uh, I started in uh, I started in 1997 in the seminary as an instructor, and then full time in 2000. So, 14 years, I've seen a few changes and things. We often look at the next email is oh somebody's leaving. We had one time we had five faculty leave in the right before a school year, and I'm sure we've seen a lot of staff leave as well. And we kind of think, oh, you know, what type of job do they have? What type of job do I have? (laughs) But we realize we bless them if God guides them another place, that he's given us an intersection life on life for a period of time. And I'm thankful for that, that we've got to meet people and serve together and uh, work together in different ways. And for me... because <clears throat> I come out of a pastoral background, I have a lot of connection with you as staff because in a church we serve together. We, we try to break down between the laity and the clergy, but we serve together and also work with volunteers. But we, how can we work together better? Those are some great challenges. When we understand more of our gifts, our calling, and then fulfill what God has done and is doing in us and so in this passage uh, Romans 12 it's very interesting that it speaks of spiritual gifts that you use to serve I've encouraged my students if you want to know where the spiritual gifts are predominantly the twelves and the fours Romans 12 1 Corinthians 12 Ephesians 4 1 Peter 4 first Peter 4 is very interesting because it takes the spiritual gifts and divides them into two categories one is more the verbal speaking gifts evangelism prophecy um, pastoring and one is more the helping gifts serving hospitality administration if you look at all the gifts each list is different there are some primary gifts but each list is different which probably says that there is a variety how many of you have taken spiritual gifts testing before Try different ones online, person. A lot of those are different. There's the charismatic version, non-charismatic version, right? And then there are those that include things like uh, outside of the gifts listed in Scripture, including singleness, martyrdom, the gift you only use once. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And the gift nobody wants is the gift of giving. But uh, I think it just gives us a sample where to start, to serve, where God has given us capabilities. We use those gifts to serve. Uh, Admissions. Uh, My daughter-in-law, Natalie, uh, and my son, Josh. uh, Interestingly, she gets some calls and uh, introduces herself as Natalie Wong. And then when she meets them in person, you're not Chinese. (laughs) 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 Although she speaks more uh, Mandarin Chinese than than I do. So, uh, You know, that's interesting events as we serve together. Uh, If you think about some of the different departments, and I'm not going to totally uh, be stereotypical about each department, but you can think, who are the type of people who would work in registration? What are the type of characteristics would they have that might be different than... Uh, than our admissions people. I couldn't even find a picture of our admissions. They're all out, you know, all over the place, traveling and being involved in so many different things. But they're different. But when you get somebody like registration interacting with admissions, admissions is like, oh, they're all over the place. They're they're not detailed. You know, you know where's that file at? And, uh, of course, uh, ad, uh, the registration is... Details, records, precedent. Yeah. But we have to appreciate each one is gifted differently. Here's a few others that we have: the library, and I'll be working with Hugh in the library to uh, to do a strengths finder. I know you all did that, but we'll be talking more about how do we maximize our strengths to serve God. Uh, I know when, before I went to seminary, did, they did this test called MMPI, which is uh, Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. It told you if you had a disorder like his, being hysterical or uh, obsessive compulsive. <laughs> very, mm, uh, a bit of a negative labeling. But the uh, Strengths Finder, if you haven't tried, how many have tried Strengths Finders? It's very helpful because it's very positive to say what are your five top strengths and how can you maximize them to serve. And I think that's great. Okay, so you just go through the different departments and think about how they serve together or maybe what type of personalities might exist in the various uh, departments. And our student workers as well, appreciate them. So using whatever gifts and talents God has given to you to contribute to the body of Christ, to serve together. Uh, Somebody mentioned... uh, a current staff about the appreciation of having friends for life, friends that they have formed as being Tyndale staff. Maybe some uh, opportunities for changes in their life as well. And somebody had a wedding uh, this weekend that I had to steal from a Facebook. <laughs> and even the upcoming wedding. And I think that's something about being at a place for a period of time, that you can see people that bring their children, the newborns, back. Um, They share with us a bit of their stories, their vacations, their uh, life transitions. And, of course, those opportunities to eat together uh, are always times for sharing and uh, fellowship together. Uh, maybe expressing a bit more of our creativity in different ways, especially in our transdenominational setting. Uh, variety of ethnicities, ages, uh, different ways that we express our worship is, again, part of that way that we extend grace uh, to one another. Sometimes we could write it down, like there's something outside of registration and also student life that we can affirm the gifts that God has given. But I think one of those most important things is prayer, that I believe one of the greatest gifts you can give to another is prayer. Praying for them, going through different life circumstances. Just one thing I always put on the bottom of my student information sheets is, how could I pray for you? Uh, And I do uh, seriously commit those things to prayer. And we remember people that are going through you know, life challenges and how we can pray for them. But coming back again to, to this metaphor, we serve together. We're under construction. We extend grace to one another who may be at a different stage of the building process. Eh, they're, they're a different character in the Lego movie. You know, they are running around and doing various things. But we're all part of that aspect of growth one time we had a prayer group together with staff and faculty and at that point I had a Holy Spirit moment and I'm not Pentecostal but we were praying and somebody was praying and said Lord you know let our you know counselors and our school bring in more students and help us to you know build up this place and I prayed Lord fill us with your spirit help us to be your type of people so that you would naturally attract other people to want to be part of this place and that's my prayer not that marketing is not good not that representation we know social media you know can be a wildfire if you get you know one negative comment but I believe if we can model what it's like to be Christ like if we can live out the gifts God has given to us, if we can serve together and appreciate one another, if we can pray for one another, I believe these are ways that we serve together. You are appreciated. It's not always said. It's not always felt. But I believe God affirms you in the gifts God has given to you that you exercise in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as I mentioned, prayer is so important. And what I wanna do in our closing moments is give you an opportunity to go out and to pray. Um, the staff association has uh, helped to prepare a prayer list. And what I see is people going around, so the staff has encouraged exercise and health. And as you walk around the school here or on the Bayview campus, Use that as an opportunity to pray for the different departments and the different offices that you see. Pray for the people that you run into, whether you know them or not. And ask them, how can I pray for you? We have a list of locations here and at the Bayview campus. So start here for the next uh, 10 minutes or so to to go in twos or threes, choose a location, and pray. There is a list of Thanksgiving and prayer requests for the various departments, and uh, we just wanna use this as an opportunity. And we're gonna also try to put this on the shared drive so you can have this as a a tool to pray regularly for school. I think particularly to pray for departments and people you know or you don't know. I think those are just great opportunity. Uh, Just wanna welcome, we have uh, Natasha and Michael as the new faculty that have just come on and uh, a few other people that are visiting today. But uh, that, that's also part of our prayer concerns as you adjust and uh, as others continue to serve and others are in times of transitions. So I just want you to go in twos or threes, grab a map information on the way out, and uh, again, appreciate uh, all the help. Uh, Gary and Thule, uh, and again, they're all part of the new staff associations so we want to appreciate them and also so the newest staff association could you stand up those that are here and then also uh, those from last year I want you to also stand up who served faithfully uh, last year so just stand up just want to appreciate them Okay, so I'll let you go ahead and go off to prayer then for about, about 10 minutes. So uh, just go in twos and threes, grab a map and also information for prayer, choose a location, and then spend that time to prayer, and then you're dismissed. Bless you.